One sec. I need a comment. <laughs> All right. Let me look through the. Just chances. don't. Just don't say he's JJ Watt, and we're okay. Welcome to our episode of Boom or Bust, the draft show. Max Chadwick alongside Nick Miriam and Donnie Clement doing another scouting report for you guys. Another edge defender. We're in Kayvon Thibodeau. We're doing George Karloftis now, the Purdue edge defender, after he opted out of the Music City Bowl and declared for the draft. We're going to go over his strengths, weaknesses, player comp, ranking, team fits, and so much more. Before we start the video, please like and subscribe to the channel be sure to rate and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening to it as well. Ask us questions, leave a review of maybe where you want to see us go next for our next scouting report. We've been asking you guys and we've gotten a few responses and we're going to listen to you guys. So if you want to see us do a, a player, make sure you comment below on YouTube. Make sure you leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. Do that. And of course, follow our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Draft, and reply there if you want to. Uh, we're on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts. Check out the merch store below. So let's go over George Karloftis. He's a junior, six foot four, 275 pounds, former four-star recruit, number 59 overall, number six edge in the class of 2019 coming out of Indiana. He actually grew up in Greece for 13 years. He, until he was 13, he moved back to the States or moved to the States when he was like 13. So uh, he's Greek. He's in 12 games this year. He had four and a half sacks, 10 tackles for loss, and two forced fumbles. And in his career, he had 14 sacks, 29 tackles for loss, and three forced fumbles. So, Donnie, when you watch Carl Loftus, what do you like the most? His raw strength. Um, I mean, he, he might be the strongest edge rusher in this draft. Um, it's kind of like how we said earlier about Kayvon Thibodeau, where Kayvon Thibodeau kind of wins off, you know, his speed, his athleticism, his bend. Kay uh, not Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, George Karloftis wins off his strength, his hand placement, and his ability to push uh, tackles onto their backs. That's basically how he wins, which, I mean, it works. It works in the NFL we've seen it with many edge rushers in the past you know edge rushers who may not be the best athletes and I'm not saying George Kalathis is a bad athlete but he's not you know Kayvon Thibodeau it's that, mm -hmm. that's a bad comparison but yeah he's not that kind of athlete he wins off technique and that works in today's NFL it's always worked in the NFL and it will continue to work in the NFL so his raw strength plus his ability to just push tackles on their back I feel like I feel like whenever I watch him he does that the most and because of that he does have a very high floor May not have the highest ceiling, but his floor is very high. I would say he has the second highest floor in this class behind Aiden Hutchinson. Um, the moment he gets in the NFL, he will most likely be at least a top 20 edge rusher. And I don't think he could ever possibly hit top five. But with his floor, he he will be a top 20 edge rusher in the NFL. Um, well, first let's talk about his body because I think he's a big dude. I mean, I, I, he yeah. does, he's not really like NBA power forward, but like let's call him NBA small forward size. The guy's got <laughs> really long legs, and his arms are relatively long. They're not like Greg Rousseau long, but he's got longish arms. 275, big dude. Um, he hasn't quite gotten the, the snap timing down where his get-off is unreal, and I think he could learn to do that. But his explosiveness getting out once the ball is snapped and getting upfield is impressive. And like you talked about, that strength, he converts that speed really smoothly into power and just knocks tackles down at times. Um, 
that might be the one way he's winning right now, but it is extremely impressive when he does it, and he is just consistently pushing pockets, pushing offensive linemen backwards with that power. Um, I think he's also really good at disengaging blocks. I think he gets his arms in between the shoulder pads. We talked about that in the past, um, and he's able to kind of direct traffic where he wants to go with tackles. Um, he hasn't really shown up as much in the run game as you would like for a guy who does disengage well, but when he doesn't necessarily power his way through. That is kind of a way that he can continue being involved in the play is disengaging, being an athlete and, and getting in the way, just being the big, long 275 pound freak athlete that he is. Yeah. I mean, he, you guys mentioned there isn't an edge more powerful in this class than Carl Loftus. He's 275 pounds, which is massive for an edge. Uh, he's straight up mall offensive tackles. And yeah, well, Donnie, I, I agree with you that he's not, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson athlete. He actually is a really good athlete. Like he's seven on Bruce Feldman's freaks list. He has 15% body fat. He runs a sub 4740, which is basically a tenth faster than the average edge, despite weighing 10 pounds more than the average mm-hmm. edge. Um, 37 inch vertical, 10 foot, one inch broad, both significantly above average so this is a guy that should along with Thibodeau and Hutchinson but maybe not as much should still blow up the combine and have a really really good combine and pro day uh and despite being so powerful and athletic I think he actually plays with finesse pretty well uh there's some stories about him how his girlfriend's um brother or girlfriend's uncle was an MMA fighter a UFC fighter and he worked out with him and he's you know using the hands that you learn in UFC well and you can see how the mma training is translated to the nfl uh, to the college game he utilizes a spin move swim move so effectively so for him it's like you have to be ready for the bull rush because of how strong he is but he could beat you with finesse too and i think he has really really good hands especially this year i think he really really improved in that aspect this year and he got better all around this year i think he became much more well-rounded especially as a pass rusher but nick what are the weaknesses that you see with george karloftis well, I do think he's learned to do a little bit better with mixing it up in terms of his pass rush tools, but it's still there are times where I think he gets too comfortable just running out with that bull rush. Um, and, I, and I think that's something that can change when he gets to the NFL. But for now, I mean, he is a power rusher first and the rest of it needs to come. Uh, and we'll, we'll see what will happen with that in the NFL. Besides that, um, I do think, although he does well leveraging his arms, I don't think he plays super low and he has trouble with bend. I think he does a really yeah. good job at getting to the corner. Um, which we're going to talk about with my comp. It's the same thing. He is really good at getting around the tackle, getting to that corner, getting beyond the tackle in a position where he can bend and fire at the QB. But then he, I don't necessarily think he's terrible at bending, but he's just slow getting around the corner, Um, which is, you know, unfortunately not something that like comes, you know, just from like working at it, you know? Uh, So he probably is going to have to be a Chandler Jones type learn how to throw out counter moves when like at perfect timing when your power rush isn't going to work uh and that will be development so you know he's a guy to me that i don't think hits the ground running immediately in the nfl i don't think the nfl is a league where just power alone wins you as a wins as a pass rusher you need to have a little bit more um and so for me yeah, it's just it's the ability to turn that corner and I, it could be a change of direction thing because you see him kind of in space he moves laterally well it's just that explosiveness getting upfield you know, he's such a big guy getting a field so fast. It's hard to slow down and change direction, you know? Um, I guess to start off with, I'm just going to say this real quick. He's not great versus double teams. And um, 
for an edge rusher who is in the top 10, usually I'd like you to beat those double teams a little bit more than he does. I'm not saying he never beats them, but he, every now and then you get two um, offensive linemen on him, but not really an offensive lineman at tight end, but you get two offensive linemen on him, he's going to struggle a lot, as do a good amount of edge rushers. But there's this guy's in the top 10 conversation for a reason, so I'd like you to be a little bit better at that. He's not a Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson athlete, kind of like what Max said earlier, but still a decent athlete. Uh, number seven on Bruce. Uh, oh my gosh, I just pointed out his last name. Bruce. Uh, Bruce Feldman. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce, Bruce Feldman's. Feldman. Free, I, I am blinking a lot today. Bruce <laughs> Feldman's free board. Um, what do you say? He was number seven. Yeah, seven on that. Ooh, that is high. I thought he'd be lower than that. Um, he is a good athlete, but I don't think he's an Aiden Hutchinson or Kevon Thibodeau athlete. And I'm going to compare him to those guys because these guys are all in like that top ten yeah. conversation. I know he maybe maybe Carl Laftis isn't in that top three con or top five conversation, but he could be if he possibly does light up the combine. He could be in that top five conversation. So I am going to try to compare him along with Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, when I said he has a high floor, I don't think he has a very high ceiling. Um, when I watch Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau, I see potential top five edge rushers. I think this mm -hmm. guy can be a top 10 edge rusher, but I really don't see him possibly being a top five edge rusher, which is fine. If you have a top 10 edge rusher, cool. That's great. Yeah. Edge rushers are really, really cool. So that's kind of it for me. He could be a better run defender as well. Yeah. And so, Nick, you mentioned the arm. Like, I, it's, he, the average height, yeah, he's got average height, 6'4". Uh, I'm, I'm kind of worried about that arm length. And I, I'm really curious to see about what his combine measurement is, what the pro day measurement is, because he really just beats tackles on impact. Like, he tries to get in their chest immediately which could be a problem in the next level when you go against elite length at offensive tackle and they have 35-inch arms, man. I'm, I'm really curious to see because right now it doesn't look like Carl Loftus has long arms. He does have good height for the position, but uh, he does have a long legs, like you said. But I, the arm length, I'm, I'm kind of curious about. And that lack of length, I think, shows up in the run game. Like, he doesn't really stack and shed blockers very well. He missed tackles at a pretty high rate in the run game didn't make up for it either with big plays. Like we've seen other edge rushers that we talked about, like Kayvon Thibodeau misses tackles, but he also makes plays like in the run game where you're like, okay, those splash plays are enough where it's like, okay, we can get by with the missed tackles for the most part. Karloff doesn't really make those big plays in the run game, man. It's, it's mainly like he's missing tackles and not making these splash plays that you see on highlight reels. Um, and he does, I agree with Nick too, doesn't bend too well. Like he, I don't think he's not very flexible as an edge defender at all. Uh, he's athletic, but I, I don't think he can corner really well. Um, not very flexible. And before this year, I will say this year he was fantastic. Before this year, he was a pass rusher who showed a lot of flashes and the highlight reel looked great, but he was nowhere near consistent. Where this year he was a lot better, don't get me wrong, but most of his pressure in his career before was like cleanup pressure, pursuit pressure, like inflated numbers for George Karloftis. This year got a lot better, but in a couple years before, it was not nearly as good. So, Donna, give me the bottom line on Karloftis, where he ranks for you, player comp, any team fits. What do you think about George Karloftis? So, as much as I did kind of criticize him a little bit, I still think he's a very, very good player. He's number seven currently on my big board, my number three edge behind Kayvon Thibodeau. And Aiden Hutchinson, sorry, flip him. Aiden Hutchinson, then Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, so, currently edge three for me, my comp. Okay, now this is interesting. So, you guys know who I'm going to be talking about, but some people might not remember this guy. Back in the 2020 draft, before the 2020, 2020 draft, or yeah, 2020 draft, so the 2019 season, an edge rusher out of Iowa, AJ Vanessa, was a projected 
you know, top eight-ish pick. And then he just kind of completely just fell off a cliff. He just absolutely just fell off a cliff whenever he started. Because at first, he was a rotational pass rusher, had a very decent season, expected him to make that jump, and then just didn't. Didn't make that jump. He was fine. He was fine. He wasn't great. He was fine. And I think George Karlaftis is what AJ is what that's what people expected AJ Epinesa to be. I think that's what George Karlaftis actually is. I'm not saying he's AJ Epinesa right now. I'm saying what AJ Epinesa was projected to be before the 2019 season. I think he's that. Yeah. I, I don't want to compare him to JJ. No, no, okay? listen, listen, no, no, listen. God, Donnie, I'm just not the reason. Nick, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, maybe Max. Oh, okay. Um, anyways, yeah, so we'll move on from that. I I am lower on George Karlaftis. Um <laughs> I was really hoping I'd turn on the tape because I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't really watch many Purdue games this year. I, I got enough of them from just the drudgery of Rondale last year. I just couldn't watch <laughs> Purdue anymore. Um, so I just I stayed away from them. So I was, you know, flipping it on, watching George Karlaftis today. I watched a few games. Uh, and I just, you know, the it's like it's power rushing over and over and over again. And to me, like, I just like, I don't know how you can look at that guy and take him in the top 10 of the draft. Like, I don't, there's not enough, you know, like he's a, he's a pretty good athlete, but he's like a big athlete. And like, you don't see too many, as much as you don't see these like small, fast guys defensively, like, you know, popping up all over the league and like there are some but like being dominant players you don't really see these like giant edge rushers anymore who are just overpowering people unless they're absolutely peak 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 athletes like miles garrett and it's kind of somewhere in the middle you have to have the size and the speed and the quickness and i just you know there's a chance this guy's a good player and yeah he's a first round pick but i've got a number 15 on my board um he's gonna be edge four for me uh i'm just a little lower on him i do agree that he's a high floor player but i just projection wise like let's say he like figures it out and he has that chandler jones type like pass rush toolbox where he is just so good like yes like he is going to be a good player in that case but still i don't think at his size that he has like the athletic ability in terms of speed and keeping up with the way the game is going to to be as productive as a player like uh you know miles garrett so um, I, you know, the issue I have is with people saying that he's like a top five pick and I did, we have seen some, uh, yeah. we've, seen some like, better, we've seen some better than Aiden Hutchinson and stuff like that. What? To me, of, this feels like it, it is, it is rampant. It is running it's rampant. rampant now. It feels a lot like the, like Derek Barnett is better than Miles Garrett. <laughs> yes, like, it's like, is he, is <laughs> he good. like, is he really like, are we doing this? Like, okay. <laughs> like, that's um, good. I like that. I do. Um, so. Wait, Nick, who's a three? So Hutch, Thibodeau, and who? So I still like Kingsley and Agbar. I, you know, like, look, the guy had a super productive year, and he's, like, very, very, very athletic, and that is what we're looking at now today with edge rushers. It's the it's the kind of middling athleticism, not middling in terms of actually middle athleticism, in terms of, like, if we draw a triangle and it's about size, you know, quickness and speed, and, like, you, you know, if your body type is going to, you know, push you towards each of these corners and you want to be somewhere in the middle, you need to find a weight that allows you to be as quick as possible, as fast as possible, and as strong as possible. You want to be somewhere in the middle, and Kingsley Gnagbar has that perfectly. George Karlaftis is really drifting towards that strength thing, and, he, I, you know, I don't I don't know if the guy wants to lose weight because he's got really long legs, and it's kind of like his body type kind of needs to have weight for it to work. But um, I, in terms of what we've seen edge rushers work as in the NFL these days, I think Gnagbar is more likely to be the, the 
project to an NFL Pro Bowl edge rusher year after year. Um, so my comp, I really, really wanted to like turn on the tape and just be like, this guy's Ryan Kerrigan because I hadn't watched him at all. Uh, but he's not. Ryan Kerrigan is one of the best like bending edge rushers I think yeah. we've seen coming out just like immediately. And he was a pretty big dude, too, but uh, just was excellent at that. Um, my comp for this guy is going to be Trey Hendrickson, who I think similarly is a kind of similar size player, 6'4", 270, power rusher, um, has some trouble turning the edge, turning the corner, but he has gotten so good at shooting up field to get to that corner that he's kind of made up for it at the next level. Um, and again, I think this is kind of what you're looking at with George Karlaftis is a year three, year four breakout type edge player. Actually, I like that comp a lot. Yeah, um, yeah so listen, his, his power, his athleticism, he's got polished a lot more this year. I think he's very unlikely to bust at the next level. Like that floor is high. Now the question is, and Donnie, you brought this up, I think really well, where it's like, it's just not the ceiling. I just don't think is there. Like I think he's going to be a really solid edge defender. And I think he's a guy you can count on and be that one of your edge defenders to the next level. Will he be your superstar? Probably not. I think it'll be a really good one. I just don't think it'll be a superstar. The question is like, can he overcome that lack of flexibility and the lack of length. And I'm really curious about this combine measurement. I know we said the Kenny Pickett hand size, like that and the uh, George Karloff's arm length. I'm going to say those, oh, those no, two Max measurements. Max is turning into an NFL scout. I'm, tur- <laughs> I'm turning into a real NFL scout. Now, the Pickett hand size, I actually don't care about because I've seen enough on tape where I'm actually concerned no matter what. If he has Joe Burrow has small hands. If Kenny Pickett has 14 inch hands, I'm still concerned because of the fumbles. But George Karloff's, like this arm length, I'm, I'm curious about. Um, and Kenny improves as a run defender and tackler. Uh, honestly, the long term for him, we even mentioned this. You might be a guy you just like want Gregory Rousseau, just move him up and down off, of, off the defensive line, like put him at D tackle, put him at edge. He's got the power to do so, and the length won't be as much of an issue inside as it is going against offensive tackles. Like, so, I, again, I, I'm really retooling my board right now. Probably going to finish as maybe a top 10 player, definitely probably a top 15 player on my board. Also edge three for me, or edge four for me. Um, it's not Kingsley Nagbury. I'm going to say right now, Hutchinson, Thibodeau, oh, Nick Benito. Yeah, yeah. Nick Benito, man. I'm all on that train. Get on the Nick Benito train right Max now. Max really, really likes Nick Benito. We call hot takes on this show. We do. I am not getting off that Nick Benito train. I, I am riding or dying with Nick Benito because everyone else is like going from first round to like ugh, third round, whatever. I'm staying on it, man. I love Nick Benito. Team fit. Jets, Giants, Eagles, like those are the teams that can use an edge defender, and he probably can go there. Player comp, God, Donnie, you, this is a second straight video now. I've, I've got my oh, comp. Oh, come on. Uh, I, knew this. I literally, in my notes, I said AJ Epinesa, but what we thought he would be. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Which God. is exactly what Donnie said. So I had Derek, oh Nick and I, Nick and I, Derek Carr and Kenny That's Pickett, crazy. which I loved. I think it, it, I, in my notes, right here, it literally says, "Come, what Asian Epinesa could have been." Are you kidding me? This is literally okay. So yeah, I, the Derek Carr cop. I thought Nick and I, I love that comp for Kenny Pickett. I was so excited to say that Nick took it under me, like dragged the rug from underneath. This is the me. issue with being the host and going last every show. <laughs> AJ, but here's the thing, though. When we put the graphics out, my graphic will be. Would be the first one, and then we'll just swipe to Donnie at the end. So I'll be like, oh, Donnie, what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so if you're sure. not watching the video, you're thinking that. 
Uh, yeah, what AJ Epinesa could have been, or what he maybe still could be, still a very young player. Yeah. Um, uber powerful edge defenders. Epinesa is similar size, 6'5, 277. I think Epinesa is better length and he's twitchier uh, on tape than Karloftis, but both have had similar successes and struggles in the run game. Um, Epinesa is not a very good uh, run defender right now in the NFL. Also, Epinesa is, is kind of more than just a bull rusher, too, where I think Karloftis is as well where he can win with finesse at times, too, with Karloff. Just spin move, spin move, whatever. I think they have pretty good hands. Um, that's what we got on George Karloff. Just let us know what you think. If you think we're completely wrong about this guy, if you're one of those people who has George Karloff as number one overall, because I've seen a lot of that um, on on a lot of big boards, a lot of mock drafts, George Karloff is going first. A lot of people love George Karloff. <laughs> if you think that, tell us that why we're wrong in the comments below. Comment what prospects you want to see us do next and get wrong for those two again. Um, please, again, like and subscribe to the channel. Be sure to follow our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Boomer Bus Draft. We're on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast. Leave a five-star review. Check out the merch store as well. So for Donnie Clemens, Nick Miriam, I'm Max Chadwick. Have a great night.